Hello. Hello. And welcome back to Twinks Club. Yes, after a long hiatus. Um, that we really didn't have a reason for. Like, it gave, like, busy. Yeah, no, it really was that. Like, we were just both doing a lot. But in the in the time period between the last time we uploaded an episode and now, me and Ryland have actually seen each other in person. Yes, multiple twice. times, which is crazy because before this we hadn't seen each other in years. I know it's quite gaggy, um, and I'm very happy, and I'm just like, hopefully 2023 we see each other many more times. Like when you move into my apartment, actually. Um, when it gives Miami trip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually like a really horrible person to live with. I'm very heavy footed, um, so. I would, like, ruin your mornings just by my stomping, like, alone. Stomping around. Yeah, legit. Like, I literally walk around like Barney. Like, it's bad. I don't think I would mind that. And I much. sing, which is really annoying. That's oh, really annoying. But me too, though. But that's so annoying. Yeah, it is annoying. Can you imagine I'm... coming home to your husband and being like, oh, oh, like... No, I do. I don't even care. I don't... If I annoy my roommate, I'm sorry. But, like, I don't know. Well, it's just... ableist because I'm stimming. Yeah. Yeah, I just have to get it out. It's literally self-soothing behavior. I know. When I'm in the shower, ooh. It's She's a unmasking. world, it's a world tour. Mom. Opening date. I I rise up from the ground on like a rising platform and the crowd's going wild, like and just like pink, you go on wires and start floating and around start stage for no reason. Flipping around, doing complete 360 flips for no reason you have no song where you need to be doing that the fact that she has stands is really crazy but like who are her stands like oomph. moms like oomph no oomph posted her no. for, and, uh, for <laughs> his spotify rap and was like my number one you already know and i was like huh? fucking, who's number one spotify like, fucking artist is pink I- like, I understand standing, like, fucking Celine Dion, Mariah Carey, like, these kind of, like, legacy acts, but I'm saying, like, pink? 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 Like, she's not, like, a record artist. Like she She's literally, has... like, soccer mom music. Yeah, like, she has very iconic singles, and she is a, I think, iconic part of pop culture, like, in that regard, but it's, like, she's not, like, an album, like, she's not stand material. No. I mean, maybe when she was, like, coming out and she was kind of, like, new and edgy and she was, like, marketed as, like, the anti-Britney, you know, because she was, like, rough and tough. But, like, not fucking now. What does she do besides have a buzz cut and flip or and spin around in the air? (laughs) Like, on a fucking trap and Z artist. Like, I feel that similar way about, like, Katy Perry. Like, I can't imagine standing either of them. Like, why why would you stand a singles artist? Like I said, when, when, like, teenage... What what is that? Teenage dream era, Katie? Yeah, for sure. But like now, like what are you even like? What are you even standing? Like what are you what are you waiting for? I feel that way about Kesha stands too. Like these are singles people. Like they're not people who you like listen to their albums. Like I just like I find that I kind of feel that way about Gaga. Mm, not the hot take. Two minutes in. That's my hot take. Musically, I think as an artist, she's so standable. But musically, like I kind of like. Oh, I've never even really given a lot of her shit a chance. So. Yeah. Honestly, I like Gaga a lot, but I wouldn't say that I stan her. But um, honestly, recently I've been re-listening to the Joanne album, which I know a ton of people clown the fuck on. But honestly, I like it. Like, it's kind of, like, sweet and, like... No. Well, because I, I think from a perspective of, like, what it meant for her career, like, it made people take her seriously. And I think that was the perfect segue into like her sh- like shallow era where like it was like whoa like this girl can sing like like so I think from an like a honestly a PR perspective it was the best PR move ever yeah, honestly one of the best stopped, PR moves ever done she stopped being like kind of crazy and she was like a little more low key I mean like I remember I saw the Joanne tour um, I saw her live this was the only time I ever saw her and I don't really remember there being a lot of like crazy theatrics for that show and it was around the time that her documentary came out so I think she wanted to seem more down to earth like more human and relatable even though that documentary mama she was like she's crazy like you can just tell by that documentary and I don't even mean like in a good way like oh my god like she's so crazy love her like no like you can tell she's so annoying to be around sometimes I never watched that documentary, but honestly, like, she's Italian and from New York, so I feel like 
that alone says a lot. Like, she's mad histrionic. Yeah. She's mad histrionic. I remember there was one part. She's sitting outside, like, with her friends and the cameras are on her. And they're, like, sitting by the pool. And she has, like, a bikini top on and, like, shorts. And then she's like, oh, sorry. I'm just, like, I'm really uncomfortable. And she just takes her bikini top on and, like, whips her tits out. And, like, starts is continuing the interview with the cameraman like with her tits out as if it's like no like that is so fucking personality disorder to do (laughs) you know honestly like i feel like there's no way that any of these musicians are all there i feel like every day another one comes out another one comes out from the woodwork saying they have bipolar disorder and it's always type two it's like hmm, interesting but like it's I, they're all crazy they're all nuts they're literally yeah. all nuts there's no i think mariah carey said um when she came out with bipolar it was a couple years ago and she was like girl like how don't none of you act shocked because if you want to be famous you're crazy like, that's, what I was, you. that's what i was saying i feel like you have to be at least a little like that to even want to be famous like in the first place yeah like for that to be aspirational for you like you have to have like 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 all your screws can't be all there like right. some of them have to be very loose um and that's that yeah really. yeah actually i feel like actors actors to me give narcissism musicians give crazy if any one of them is the most sane i want to say models and then i feel like directors give rapey yeah that's so true behind the scenes is a rapey to me yeah i think a lot of them yeah because like i mean those are really the positions of power honestly like low-key if you're talking about like directors and stuff like who do you think like yeah movie stars exist but who do you think gives them the parts in the movies and like who who directs them to give the performances that make them into stars you know and that's why you have people like harvey weinstein who was a producer but like was the vehicle behind so many like projects that got people the careers that they have and so that's why he was kind of able to do what the fuck he was doing for so long but i don't think anyone will ever be as sick as modeling casting directors though like that to me is like the pinnacle of like the evil in the entertainment oh, they're industry Ill. they're Ill. they're they're the they're the sickos like they're real Ill. sickos and i'm talking about like demonic demented no creepy. like they're they're sadists like they're like straight up sadists like yeah. they want to hurt people like I mean, you're never as hot in the modeling industry as when you are young. Like, you really, like, 14 to 17 is like, oh, like, they're, I, this is up-and-coming talent. And then even, like, in your early, very early 20s, late teens, like, all these girls that, from what I'm aware of, people, all these models lie about their ages when they um, apply. Well, they do because they want younger talent that yeah. can work longer and because like in their eyes right by the time you're 25 like you're done yeah no it gives very much like it gives very much um predatory pedophilic like behavior um that's why when this like balenciaga shit happened like i was not gagged by it at all really because i just heard behind the scenes stuff from the modeling industry where like you're literally in a bikini at 13 like in front of just like men yeah. Like, getting casted. Like, it's literally, like, oh, like, you're hot or you're not, but, like, you're hot, but you're 13. Like, it's, it's, by its very nature, like, modeling is, like, like, has pedophilic undertones and well, overtones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, both of them. I mean, like, for you to sit there, like, as a casting director, right, and, like, look at a bunch of pictures of, like, 13-year-olds, 12-year-olds, et cetera, et cetera, and judge which of them is attractive enough to be in modeling like i mean come on like you know like but it's just crazy how like men throughout history and especially now with like how big entertainment and media is like bigger than ever like men have historically gotten all of their power fame status and money through exploiting women like it's literally twisted like like, you see that with Andrew Tate and the, like, fucking the sex trafficking ring. Like, it's, like, and then fucking these directors and these model model directors and casting directors and whatever, exploiting girls and, like, using female talent as, like, and beauty as, like, the backbone of their money and their success. Even these fucking designers, too. Mark mm-hmm. Jacobs, Balenciaga, all these people using women as, like, the backbone. Like, it's, like, 
it's leechy. It's leechy. It's trans. Men stepping on women's backs. Like, what the fuck else is new, you know? Like, yeah. Which is irritating because, you know, as a woman, you kind of have to, like, make yourself a pawn pretty much. If you ever want to be successful, you kind of have to make yourself available to, like, have that happen to you. Which is so sick. That it makes is. me so sad. It and is. that's what's always turned me off from modeling is like knowing like the like the fact that it's just like a little twisted and demented. Like people have told me my whole life you have to model, you have to model. Like literally I've heard it a million times and it's like I get kind of turned off by it because I'm like this is like this is evil. This is dark. Yeah. And it's this- also something that you have to be ready to like face so much rejection and some of it is like so brutal, you know. And especially with modeling because like you know, if you audition for a part or something, if you're an actor or if you're a musician and you're trying to get signed, like, that has to do with your talent. Like, if you don't book a job, like, for modeling, it's just because of your looks or your height and, like, mostly things that you can't change. It's yes why- and no. Because I think, I think with singers especially, it really is the look more than it is anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, with models, with modeling, it's just that, but I feel like well both of those things both of those things definitely play into like getting opportunities like creatively no matter what you do like if you're it's it's going to be so 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 much easier if you have the look that somebody's looking for yeah but of course there's a talent factor in in singing and acting that's just not present in modeling right it's it's a little very it's a lot more straightforward with modeling it's just inherently a lot more twisted and there is a talent component to modeling. It's not that I'm saying that, like, modeling takes no talent. Because it does. It's just in a different way. It's true. I want to model next year, though. <laughs> you should. Honestly, Ryland, you really should. Try, Especially with, like, if if y'all have not seen the debut of Ryland's new look, <laughs> I highly recommend that you checked it out because I gagged. <laughs> I'm blonde, guy. <laughs> a gag. It gave Maluma, like to me it gave i'm some shady as i'm the real shady to me oh there's some shady just imitating right so andrew tate you want to get into it yes um so andrew tate has just been arrested if you guys do not know the tea basically greta thunberg um i think andrew tate like subbed greta thunberg and was like oh look at all my cars lol do you care about my emissions greta thunberg who was to me has been kind of minding her business recently yeah I, I mean our queen but like i haven't really seen anything much about her in the news like ever since how dare you like i feel like that was her peak and then like and that was like two years ago right but like we were carrying that you know oh yeah like no, we I were think... keeping her alive <laughs> carrying mama well i think i think what happened was i think she does a lot more grassroots stuff now yeah i think she's a lot more low-key i don't think she really wants to be no. like a public figure like face of a movement type i think she just wants to do what she does and like have that be it yeah i think it kind of like happened to her and she kind of was like okay like let me use this platform and after like she used her platform and it still did nothing i think she kind of like like um became a little more reclusive and was like let me just do local like grassroots shit because if you do look on her twitter like she's just been very local and grassrootsy like she hasn't been doing no symposium um, speeches i think she thinks there's like a level of narcissism to that that i don't think that she feels comfortable um ascribing to which i respect yeah, no, I mean, she never really seemed comfortable in the spotlight to me, honestly. Like, I think why uh, the reason a lot of people kind of thought she was so weird and off-putting is I think she was just, she always seemed to me really uncomfortable with cameras around. And, like, she kind of just wanted to talk about her cause and have that be it. But, you know, by nature of becoming a public figure, it kind of had to be about her. And I don't think she ever really wanted that. And so she's no. just kind of, like, not doing interviews, not doing news gigs or anything. Just kind of, like, using the platform that she got from that to do what she wants to do. And, you know, keeping herself relevant because it helps her get opportunities. And it helps her, I'm sure, get further with her career and her goals. Well, I'm sure she felt disgusted by the fact that, like, her entire How Dare You speech was literally her saying, like, y'all have to stop making the youth the backbone of this like you always look to us as kids like we're kids like leave us alone like like y'all are the ones with power we're literally like 16 like what the hell do you want from us talking about the future you're the future you're the future like no you guys are setting the future and i think 
that inadvertently made her a leader in the conversation. She was like, literally, y'all missed the plot. Like, this is not what I was like. This is exactly what I was talking about in the speech that I didn't want to happen. Like, right. making me the face of the climate movement when it's like, y'all, 40-year-old, 50-year-old fuck should be the one, like, fixing this. So I think that's why she's kind of, like, stepped back. But it's just crazy. I really never thought in a million years that I... She would be literally trending on Twitter and in the news for fighting Andrew Tate. Like this literally, is this fucking crazy to me. Like literally, Ryland. Like this is something <laughs> that we would make up. It's literally like like a simulation. Like it's literally a roll of the fucking dice. Like this is straight out of like our minds. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> literally, it's like Dungeons and Dragons. Like, like Greta Thunberg getting being the reason that Andrew Tate is arrested is just there's no way like there's just no fucking way for one um for as much as these men claim they're smart like i'm sorry like i don't mean to blame anyone for like getting arrested or getting murdered but like how many times do you have to accidentally dox yourself before you're a little more careful yeah it's it's different with us regular people and i even think us regular citizens of the world are pretty cognizant I would hope about like social media usage and like doxing. Yeah. Um, but you would think for like a public figure, especially on the level of fucking Andrew Tate, who's arguably one of the most famous men in the world, I would say right now. And, and a, especially somebody who's allegedly on the run from the government. Like exactly. Like you wouldn't think that like, Oh, like this pizza is from Romania. Like I'm hiding. Like, let me, I don't get it. Like, even when, like, I mean, I don't want to blame Pop Smoke or blame, like, Nipsey or P&B Rock for getting killed. But it's like, come on. Like, the doxing, like, it's like, like, you don't look at that and you don't think, damn, like, let me not do this. Like, again, I'm not blaming anybody, like, especially for getting killed. But it's like, come on, dude. Like, you don't have people who are like, oh, wait, let's remove that out of the frame. I don't know. Yeah, like, the level of caution. Well, I think with Andrew Tate, like, he's just retarded like he has like a level of confidence that is so blind and so baseless and so high that I don't really think he thinks about like the consequences of things like that like he he sees himself it seems as like unstoppable unstoppable and like you know like nothing could possibly like he could he thinks that he could like handle anything that like... so he wouldn't have the foresight i mean that's why you need honestly i hate to give like like clit sucker but that's why you need a fucking girl on your fucking team Legit, yeah, but he would never, he would never do that but he would never do that no never but like a woman on your team when like honestly i feel like a woman has the foresight to be like hey maybe don't include that in the frame you know what i mean like yeah like you like you kind of need that you need that like feminine energy and that presence to like ground yourself as a man too i hate to give like heteropatriarchy right now or that's such a oh my god i don't even know what i was trying to say but i hate to give that but like seriously come on there are a lot of things that men just don't think about that women do and because they have to yeah i mean sexual dimorphism yeah and i mean like it's things that are as simple as like walking outside late at night you know like or women are naturally more afraid of the world because it's more dangerous to them so they have more foresight right like this and you know guys you know they can be like clouded by pride and they just like even if they are aware that there's a threat of, you know, violence or whatever, like, their pride isn't gonna, like, make them be like, oh, maybe I... You know what I mean? Like, they they don't really think about it. Like, they don't think on the defense. They think on the offense. Right. Yeah. It's just wild to me because, like, honestly, I've watched some of his clips on, like, YouTube shorts because, like, for some reason, like, they're so popular there. And I actually agree with, like, a lot of this shit he says where I'm like, okay, like, valid points, whatever. But it's like, I think, hmm. I, I swear, I, some of the stuff he said, I'm like, okay, like, because a lot of the stuff he says is like, like, you're a man, like, go to the gym and go, like, work hard, which I think is like, like, valid points. Like, I mean, like, I mean, like, a lot of the shit he says is simple like that. Then they, you get to the massage, it's a whole other conversation. But that, like, bare bones basic shit, I think is agreeable. And like, like, you're promoting, like, man, like, like, don't be a bum, like, as a man. And I think that's a great message because men are bums nowadays. Hello. Yes, like, agreed. women are advancing at a point faster than men. Women are more educated than men across the field. Black women, I know, especially are more educated than black men. Yeah. Women are, they have higher degrees. They're, I think, I don't want to say 
I think women are earning more or like some, I don't know what the T is, but like women are just doing the damn thing. And it's like, think about it. How many billionaires, all the people here that are celebrity billionaires, how many of them are women? How many of them are men? More of them are women, I feel like nowadays of like artists and musicians. And like, it's women who are like selling the products, doing the thing, being entrepreneurs. Like women are like advancing and like slaying. Well, and, women girl are bossing. Definitely... and men have been bumming out recently and like women know that because women are kind of like oh like i'm i'm educated and then i have i'm not gonna date some bum and then men are like rah, rah, rah. you girls yeah. want too much you bitches are annoying it's like no i think someone like andrew tate who was like hey y'all need to fucking get a job and work on yourselves and whatever then again i don't know why i had to put down women in that process but that part of his messaging i thought was good and it's like i do lament and mourn the fact that like if he does go to well you know he's in jail but if he's like really eliminated from the matrix or whatever the fuck you want to say or like the eliminated matrix. from like social i know so ghetto eliminated from social media like i do wish there was a healthier like masculine figure for these young guys yeah i, think- I would i would really love it if that was the case honestly like yeah if there was somebody out there like do you know who ziz was Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like ziz is dead rest in peace but rest like peace. he was he was kind of like the proto andrew tate like from a long time ago and um while he wasn't still not maybe somebody that you want to be he preached a lot about positivity and he talked a lot about like supporting your friends and he talked about depression and you know just being like you know being a bro but I overall thought his messaging was a lot more positive than Andrew Tate's. And I would love to kind of see somebody like that. Like, because you're right. Like, there are some things about Andrew Tate's messaging that are founded in reality, right? Like, the idea that you should want to work on yourself, that you should want to make yourself better, that you should think of yourself highly, that you should, you know, have respect for yourself and blah, blah, blah. But, like... The thing is with Andrew Tate is that that isn't coming from a place of like self-help and like wellness. It's coming from like an alpha male like domination. Well, and it's also the fact that you only fucking got this position because you had a sex trafficking cam girl ring. Right. That's the only reason. Even regardless if he you even if he never even said anything misogynistic your entire platform is built on the worst kind of misogyny which is quite literally pimping bitches out like yeah you, it's literally like, i mean it's violence that's like, how it's violent yeah like, like fuck that calling girls bitches or calling them sluts whatever at the end of the day i'm sorry those are just words like and we can argue about that all we want but you actually like physically harmed an exploited woman you piece of shit like yeah and like that is how you got your power and like Honestly, I feel like everyone gets their power from dirty means and then tries to make it clean. I, that's what he did. He got his power from sexploitation and then did it and then cleaned it through like casinos and like doing these podcasts. But right. I feel like that's a whole nother conversation. But it's like, seriously, like even then your power and your messaging, if it even is positive, and that's a whole other argument, was built off the backs of fucking exploited women. Like you're a piece of shit. Right. And it's like, then again, it's like, I think nobody is talking about the fact that, like, he filled a very big void in the culture for, like, masculine, for men. Because I really feel like, like, men don't, like, have, I think a lot of men are, like, stupid and confused and, like, confuse like, toxic masculinity, blah, blah, blah. I think they take it, like, personally and, like, assume that, like, somehow, some way that means that masculinity is bad, which isn't necessarily true but i think in that like there's been an absence of like masculine figures like for young guys to look up to and it's just really unfortunate that he had to be the one to fill that void yeah yeah honestly it's unfair to young men because they're just being set up for failure yeah and and it's the same thing with like getting early um what's the word exposure to like incel communities and like incel ideas it sets you up to develop this really harmful mindset that is only gonna lead to damage in your psyche and your personal life because it's based on ideas that are at their core violent and negative and you just operate from 
a violent and negative space in everything that you do. And especially when you're a young person, the things that you get exposed to, um, sorry, I'm talking really slow because I've been trying not to stutter all day. I don't know why, like, my stutter just randomly came back today. It's so weird. It just be it be popping the fuck. I'm like get. I'm like girl. Go back in the closet. Right. Nobody wants you, ho. Like, like, can you go back in your assigned seat, please? Because I would like to talk. Go back but, in the padded room, Missy. Like, right. Go back to the speech therapist. <laughs> I can't. But what I'm trying to say is, like, when you're young and you're exposed to those things, and your mind is still so absorbent, it's like what you learn from that age is going to affect you for the rest of your life. So imagine like a 14, 13, 12 year old boy consuming all this Andrew Tate content and thinking that it's positive and that it's helping him and that it's a good way to navigate through life. Like how, like, you're not going to be able to be a healthy and functioning adult, and especially not within your interpersonal relationships, if your idea about how those things should operate is based on shit like that. Well, and then it's really scary to me because, like, we've been, I think, as a culture, have, like, been aware of, like, the pipeline yeah, for, like, a while. Like, the, right, the alt-right pipeline, the manosphere, like, incel pipeline. And, like, that's what really scares me the most about Andrew Tate's messaging because I honestly don't even think, like, on, like, full T, like, I don't even think, like, like, a lot of what he says is really that bad, like, like, really. But it's just the fact that, like, the only natural place, and this is just the fucking truth, that you can go as a young, impressionable man, boy, I mean, teen, preteen, whatever, upon viewing his content is Manosphere stuff. Right. And that stuff is very dangerous. Right. That's the natural very dangerous. If he if he just took the time, I think, to be like, hey, I know like young people watch this. Cause like honestly, like, I'm sorry. Like who's like if you're 30 and you're watching Andrew Tate stuff, you're a loser. You're so, a fucking loser. You're a loser. Like you're you're already a man, just be a fucking man, whatever that means to you. Not like, even are, 30. I'm yeah. sorry. But, but if you're older than like 18, why are you watching Andrew Tate seriously? And it's like, honey, like you know that like honestly you're mean like the demographic is preteens to teenagers and like you should know and have the foresight that bitch it's called understanding your fucking audience and just like if there were kids little kids watching your children's tv network you're not going to talk about drugs and pussy and mature themes and content you have to kind of adapt your messaging a little bit be who you are be but who he doesn't you are care fine. you but know like he, i don't think wants so to. i don't think so but he wants to spread that message all you fucking have to do is give a warning. Be like, I don't fuck with incels. They're losers and weird. But he does. And then, boom. Oh, I love Andrew Tate. He's a god to me. I love him. He says incels are weird. Ew, I'm not going to go there. That's all you have to do, honey. Like, it's not rocket science. I don't like incels. They're fucking pussies and losers. I don't like... Don't watch that fucking stupid pickup line shit. That sucks for weirdos. Whatever. That sucks for pussies. That's it for bitches. That's it. That's all you have to do. Speak in their fucking language and tell them to avoid this side of the fucking internet. And there's no fucking problem. But you know that that's where they're going to go. And you don't really care. But that's the side that he's on. So for him to condemn that stuff, he would be condemning himself and be hypocritical. Because it, it gives Trump to me. Like, it's like that, like, it's that, like, slippery slope shit, you know? Yeah, and like, honestly, like, it's kind of exhausting to me to talk about Andrew Tate because, like, he's just so retarded, and he's just so stupid, and I think he's just, like, not worth the discourse because he's so cheap. Like, none of what he says is original. None of it is interesting. All it is is parroting, like, fucking intel shit that's been on the internet for decades and decades now. And he's kind of repackaged it. Um, yeah. Because, like, incels shit is, like, kind of associated with being, like, a loser, with not getting bitches, being and depressed, shootings. being gross. But now he's repackaged it to be, like, flashy. I get so many bitches. I'm Look at how rich I am because I live with this mentality. But... That's very smart, Danny. I like that insight. Thank you. Yeah, I like that. That's very true. Because it's kind of like you literally just repackage it, insult shit, but you make it 
traditionally masculine. You make it more attractive. Yes. Because, you know, there's definitely some guys who think along the lines of incels, but they don't associate themselves with those kind of communities or with that line of thought. Like, they want to call themselves an incel because they think of incels as, like, dirty losers in their mom's basement. Yes. But Andrew Tate is walking around a designer and, like, has all these cars and projects this image of like being a huge success so i wrote in my docket that i am over the phrase toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. and i think we should start calling it fragile masculinity it is and not toxic because i think the real tea is that masculinity is based off such fragile notions because how come women like getting more educated and getting more money and getting jobs and like girl bossing is enough to like threaten like the entire, because masculine, like I really do believe this that masculinity as a gender ideal has been fucked for a while because of the threat of girl bossing and also the threat of like gay slaying, like because gay men make more money. No, seriously, because gay men make more money than straight people yeah the fact like i think i've heard it somewhere but gay men are very like peppy and they get their money and it's kind of like damn a fucking homo and a bitch can make more money than me as a man like what the fuck like all i have is money all i have to offer is money because men have been led to believe that all they have to offer to women is how much money they make and then now boom the entire castle crumbled just like that by a fucking like like gusts of wind like basically like it's fragile masculinity it's not toxic because like it's literally like i don't understand how like all that threatens it to the point where like now you need this like almost like i swear to god like andrew tate is positioning himself as like a jesus figure he's a martyr now he's a martyr that's what i mean this whole thing like i've been seeing these tweets that are like oh like it's like what about is where like oh, X, Y, and Z hasn't been arrested yet, but they'll take the first opportunity to put Andrew Tate in jail because he speaks the truth, you know? And it's like, no. What you don't understand is what Andrew Tate is doing, was doing, is evil. Like, he wasn't, it wasn't just what he was saying. He's not in jail because of anything that he said. He's in jail because he was holding women hostage and forcing them to have sex and prostitute themselves for money. Like, it's sick. And, like, the fact that now he's positioned as a Jesus archetype, like, honestly, like, I feel like he's probably glad that this is happening because, yeah, like, if something were to happen to Andrew Tate, like, the way that people would go nuts and lose their mind, like, literally, like, this is all, like, I don't want to, I, I, I don't want to give him more credit, like, but, like, if there was a plan, like, this would go to his, like, perfectly the plan. Right. Honestly, like, now you amass such a large following, Elon Musk saves you from grace, you're resurrected, and now you're arrested, and, like, it's literally, like, it gives Jesus to me, like, literally, it's sick. Yeah, it's I know. sick. He's literally a martyr figure. He's gonna become a martyr figure. It's crazy. And then now you have Jeffrey Star chiming in. Uh, you saw that, right? I, I did. But before, before that, that, I do, do want to say, say to your point about, about fragile versus toxic masculinity. Um, I think, I think there's, there's a difference between the two things. Like, like you're absolutely right that like masculinity is very fragile and the fact that it could be like threatened by things like gay men and women being successful that's what makes it fragile and then also things like you know seeing another guy in a dress or seeing another guy wearing a pearl necklace whatever that's stupid but you know why is your masculinity why are you angry about that why are you threatened because somebody else is doing it you know that stuff is fragile masculinity to me but toxic masculinity is the type of like deep-seated rage i think that makes you lash out and it makes you disrespectful to women it makes you violent it makes you you know make bad decisions it makes you an alcoholic like that stuff is different to me than like you know the unstable like plank that your personal identity to is tied to as a man 
if that, that makes sense. sense. It's just interesting because, like, obviously, like, as a gay man, like, my idea of masculinity is just, like, different. And, yeah. Like, I've obviously had to struggle with my masculinity. Like, honestly, my earliest memories are, like, struggling with, like, manhood. Mm-hmm. Um, And, like, knowing that, like, I was a boy and, like, it just, like, felt like I was always shoved in a box, like, at all times. Um, And it's just, like, interesting because masculinity and especially, like, the masculine ideal, like, the masculine power fantasy, um, the idea of, like, literally, no other word to say it, like, the Chad, like, mm-hmm. all these... um like ideals that we have to look up to and ideas that we have to uphold. Um, it's all very ego driven. Like, and that's okay because like men are driven by their ego. I think a man should have an ego. I don't think he should be like, I'm a fucking man. I'm like, like it's like yeah. relax. But like men, our ego is all we have. Like we have to like, I feel like we have to look in the mirror and like see Chad. Like that's like kind of our battle. I really feel like that's our battle as men. Like, seeing that like figure in the mirror and be like oh you're a man you're the man like you're like whatever whereas like women's gender ideal isn't ego based yeah um and that's why i think these andrew tate figures who like up like so apply to the ego and like egos are fragile egos are fragile they are so masculinity is, is fragile in a way that femininity isn't because egos are um made up right they're fictionalized they're in your head like the chad in the mirror is not the chad in reality unless you've made it so but like that is men are always working if a man is work, if a man's gears are working the way it should a man is always working to an ideal yeah of who he's supposed to be as a man as a father like as a son like that's just like it's all about that that manhood um and that's fragile. That's very fragile. I mean, that femininity is not fragile. I'm not a woman, so, like, I wouldn't know what femininity is driven by. But it's not the ego, I can tell you that much. No, I don't. I don't think it's the ego. I think that is, you know, a part of it. But because, you know, as a woman, like, your femininity comes from your, like, expression like your self-expression everybody kind of has a different interpretation of femininity and what it means to them like somebody like me who is like very very feminine and you know there's lots of other women out there who identify as women of course but you know their self-expression is maybe a little bit more on the masculine side and that's fine that doesn't mean that they don't feel like a woman it's just like that's how they personally express themselves and their personality and um, I think a lot of it also comes to the reception of yourself like the image that you put out there how people respond to you um, what they respond to about you um, can inform a lot of your femininity and your um self-analysis of that as a woman if that makes sense girl I don't know girl I don't know either (laughs) I don't know either like we can say all this all like all we want but at the end of the day like we are talking out of our asses like we didn't go to we didn't go to school for this you know like we're not anthropologists we're not like social commentary is you know what my tea what masculinity to me and this is part of like the whole fragile conversation is so based off of like your relation to woman like it is so based off of femininity and I guess you could say the same about femininity as well as based off of like your relation to masculine people um, men but like I feel like like you are the man like you are the man if you are the sole provider of your family of women like you are the man if you are if you have all the bitches like you are the man if women look at you and they swoon like you are the man if you could room rev up your car and a bitch just hops in the fucking passenger seat and starts sucking your dick like that is your man if you fuck three bitches in one night like that is manhood like i think 
are at least like the Andrew Tate manhood that men want to be so bad, but yeah. also like, like, honey, that's that's as much as like a fictionalized version of masculinity as like the he flies me out like i don't pay for nothing like Like, that is is. yeah you're right that's so fake and it's both fake it's not what women even want not really no i don't want that i don't give a fuck about that yeah not really but it's like at the end of the day like i think one percent of people have that life that yeah. freak ass life, one percent of men and one percent of women, and it's like you trying to hearken to this like weird like gender ideal. It's like sorry, but like no one is really that rich, no one is really that attractive to live that kind of lifestyle. Right. Andrew Tate is not even that attractive. No, he's not attractive. No, he's ugly. Like he's goofy looking, and he's going to be somebody's prison bitch. Like he walks into a Romanian prison with some big buff ass Romanian men that are in there for like fucking drug trafficking and like some crazy ass crimes and he struts in with his bald ass shiny head and his pursed lips and his mannerisms where he's like flipping around his hands are no like no you're about to be somebody's bottom bitch like you're about to be somebody's prison wife you're honestly, not the man in that prison. I can promise you that, Andrew Tate, Mr. Honestly, Tate. I feel like the perfect masculine ideal and role model is you said Ziz, and like I feel like that's so real because I just feel like um when it comes to these like gym guys and like these fitness influencers, like of course you shouldn't like use steroids and stuff that's bad for your health, but yeah, if you try to look like that and try to emulate that, at the end of the day, all you are doing is working on your health, which improves your mental health, your physical health, working out, your interactions with other people because you're just doing better. So you're gonna be a better person to be around, a better man to be around. Those kind of figures, I think, are the best maths and ideal that you can reach. Looking at a guy C bum, for example, like literally look at him and be like, Oh, I wanna look like him, let me work hard in the gym. Yeah. Or and I feel like for girls too, like at the very least for girls, it's all, it's very look based. Yeah. Or like, for like how they want to, um, what like, like gender ideal they have. And honestly, it's not that bad of a fucking idea to be honest with you at all. For mm-hmm. men to anyway and follow. And you know, the thing about Ziz is he's not really a good figure to look up to either. But oh, for health, he- absolutely not. Yeah. No, I mean, like, the steroids, that was the reason he died. Like, yeah. he had a heart attack because he was constantly doing steroids. And, you know... He died at 27, right? Yeah, he was really... Um, sad. It's sad. And, you know, he was also, like, pretty narcissistic. I, I think a man should be a little. I mean, yeah, but he that's was, just, like, That's just my opinion, though. I think a man should have, like, a degree of narcissism. Like... I don't think it should be like a I'm so beautiful like like literally kill yourself but like yeah. no. a man a man should have an ego I'm a big proponent of that well I think it's healthy for everyone to have a little bit of an ego because if you think of yourself as like nothing like you're worth nothing then you're gonna get treated like you're worth nothing well I mean like do you want some like bitch boy who has no ego and he's just like some bitch ass pussy boy who's no. like lamenting in the corner like absolutely not no, no not the kind of man I want in my life no thank you no and I'm not saying that it's not okay to you know feel like that sometimes because everyone does but you know it is good to have a healthy level of like respect for yourself yeah have a good self-concept you know which is something that i talked a little bit about like on my it's something that's been like really good for me in the past year and i was talking a little bit about it on my private stories that i saw it um and i think like stuff like that like if that was kind of packaged for men because it's very much packaged towards women like i feel like manifesting and that kind of stuff is like very much geared towards women in like content creators and the way that it's like promoted on social media and whatnot if there was like a male figure who was kind of like using those concepts and gearing that towards men that would be a lot more productive 
Yeah, I think so too. I think men could really utilize that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, all that shit really is is like work on yourself and work on your dreams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like fake it to I sour. But I'm getting changed. Chicha. <laughs> Sorry, Pod. Um, no, I'm getting ready to go out. So. Aww. Yeah, but I'm still talking. I'm just finding clothes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, technical um, difficulties. What'd you say? Technical difficulties. Oh, technical difficulties. Not the silence. No. no. I was literally, I, I, I don't know. I was waiting for you to say something. I thought you were going to follow that up with something. What was I going to say? You know, I just feel like, for one, we've stayed on topic for like 45 minutes, which is so nuts. Mama, Mama it's, it's been 21 minutes. 21? Yes. yes. No, it says 45 minutes. No. no. Yes. Mine, Mine says 21, 22, 22 on the dot. dot. That's so weird. It says 45, 45 for me. That's, That's weird. weird. Yeah, we've been at this for 40 minutes. Okay. okay. Well, well, look at us staying on topic. topic. Like, like, I know. A lot of people would be scared. A, a lot, lot of people. people. And, and you know, know what? what? I'll name them. I'll fucking name them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose I, we should sum up, right? Yeah. yeah honestly when it comes to this whole Andrew Tate stuff I hope this is the last time I ever have to talk about him exactly this is so crazy um I hope he's found guilty if he's guilty and found innocent if he's innocent and that justice works the way it does and they get his ass um and man really y'all need to do fucking better because it's I'm tired and I'm tired of your fucking shenanigans <laughs> like just be normal, please. Like, men be fucking normal challenge. Men be normal challenge. Imagine how tired we are. It, like, really, though. And especially for, like, a woman who, like, is basically the one that has to deal with the shit of, like, men not being normal. Like, I'm tired. I'm done. Get the fuck together because I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. Frankly, like... I'm done. No, because I don't think people understand that women are, like, largely, and I mean 99%, the brunt of men's abnormality. Like, they aren't the We are. We get the shit and of all of that stuff. Like, it's really not other men doing what other men shit. Like, no. it is. Besides, like, wars, like, like, like yeah. War. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you're not in a war and you're just, like, a guy walking around. On Tinder. <laughs> It's a war in and of itself. That is a battlefield that I am also not on. I'm not. You will never find me on such rotten places. That is personally for me an act of self care to not be on Tinder. No, it is quite literally an act of self love. Even yes, appreciating the soul, the self, the mind, the body, the spirit by saying no. I will not be engaging in such tomfoolery and rash and brazen behaviors. No. I will not be on such websites. Because also, frankly, guys on Tinder are so... Be. Be. Like, be. literally be. the beast. fucking bottom of the barrel. Mama, beast. Beast. Like, it's it's it's. Bad. It's so bad out here. Like <laughs> right here, busting and dusting and crusting and literally, like it kills me because sometimes I'll like see my friends like swiping on Tinder, like see my sister like swiping on Tinder, and I'll be like, "Damn, like you really looked at this collection of pictures of yourself, and you had posted them to a website where you're supposed to be getting bitches and matching with people with." full confidence like you should know better than that you should know better you should be looking at these pictures and being like oh like damn like let me go do something about this no you don't need to be on fucking tinder up in everybody's messages like like getting your disgusting face all over my screen like get off do something about your fucking dirty teeth take a shower wash your ass you have horrible style you have nothing to offer you're just ugly wash your face like get a skincare regimen do your hair look in the mirror like i'm just done like can you tell like i'm just so like <laughs> i'm pissed now i'm pissed let's no. in in 2023 <laughs> No, but honestly, the fact that there was a period in my life where I willing, willingly subjected myself to an app where people are quite literally treating you like a piece of meat and you are also 
quite literally a perpetrator in that because you are not only putting yourself on the market where you are a piece of me and saying, hey, look, I'm a piece of me. Look at me. Am I tasty? Do you want to eat me? Do you want to fuck me? Literally. But you are also quite literally a customer in this meat market looking at the steak going, mm -hmm. mm, is that juicy? Is that yummy? Would I eat it? Would I fuck it? Would I suck? It is quite literally so degrading. Like, and I just would never willingly put myself like that in a place like that ever again. No, and just also the kind of, I give, I'm very Emily, like, Ratatowski coded because, like... <laughs> Like, because I am one of those bitches who, like, wants to be taken seriously and want to be seen as smart so fucking bad that, like, I will do anything, including start a fucking podcast. Right. On season three of said podcast, because I just want people to see me as an intellectual. And, like, being seen as a piece of me, honestly, is, like, a degrading experience for me. It's not gratifying. Same. And I'm not trying to act like I'm not a hoe, because I am. But it's, like, I just, like, find something so sick about, like, it, like, perf like willfully, willingly subjecting myself to, like, my own objectification, um... At first, I thought it was okay, and then I was like, "No, like this is degrading." Yeah. Even on Grinder, I'm like, no, "I'm not sending you none of my fucking. I'm not sending you news. I don't even have fucking news, you psycho." Like, yeah, like, are you kidding me? Like, that's fucking degrading. Like, I know it's, it's sick and twisted. I don't want like, no. Like, none of you guys are having access to me in that fucking way, you fucking sickos. Like, and that's my fucking truth. And please, no dating apps. Go to the bar, <laughs> at least when you're drunk everyone looks hot and you just you can partake in the uh, your own objectification in a way that's not degrading because alcohol is helping you cloud your judgment yeah hyper awareness like it's just so beneath me you know and like i know that sounds obnoxious and i'm not gonna lie and say that i didn't do it for a while but i was just so exhausted and so disgusted by the way that I was being treated and then talked to and like no just absolutely not save yourself the trouble it's I promise you it's possible to meet people in person you don't have to be constantly swiping through all these options half of which you're not even interested in it's like mind-numbing like it's rotting your brain no, to have that so access tea. to people and to be thinking about people like so like tea. you said i love like that meat market out like allegory girl literally hi i'm a piece of meat like, exactly me. like it's thick all right well thank you so much for listening to that's a wings club this is i guess episode one of season three right Welcome to 2023, season three, episode one. Our ins and outs and Isn't predictions that? for 2023 are coming soon, so stay tuned. Yeah. Yes. Like, Andre, y'all know the scene. Come on, that. <laughs>